Hello friends, so excited to tell you about the new Trade Show University YouTube channel where we have five minute pro tips, we've got longer training episodes, we've got expert interviews and so much more coming up. Many of these video versions of the podcast episodes that you've enjoyed. Plus there's videos there of content that is not available on our podcast. So please go to YouTube, search for Trade Show University, hit subscribe and binge on those videos, which, which I have designed to help businesses get more leads, more sales, and more profits through the power of trade shows. So go find Trade Show University on YouTube and tell a friend. Let me ask you a question. When you give a presentation, is it just kind of ho-hum or does it sizzle? I mean, does it keep people on the edge of their seat leaning in to hear your next word? That is where you got to go, and I have brought on the perfect guest for you because I have today Bridget McGowan. She is an international award-winning public speaker, and she is going to give you the tips and tricks on how to make your presentation sizzle. You ready? Let's do it. Welcome to Trade Show University, the ultimate resource for marketers, planners, and business owners looking to create results, increase revenue, and maximize their ROI for upcoming trade shows. We'll help you navigate the complexities of trade shows, set the right goals, find true success, and get the most out of each experience for you and your team. It's time to get your PhD in ROI with your host, the man with over 25 years of trade show experience, Jim Cermak. Hello and welcome to Trade Show University. I'm your host, Jim Cermak. So glad you're able to join me today because this is going to be an amazing, amazing episode for everyone in the trade show industry and everybody outside the trade show industry. If you have to speak in front of people, this is the right place to be today because I am beyond thrilled to have as my special guest today, Bridget McGowan. And Bridget is an award-winning international professional speaker. She's a 2019-2020 Forbes Coaches Council official member, the owner of BMAC Talks Press, which is an independent publishing company, and the founder and owner of BMAC Talks Academy, where she helps professionals be the most engaging, dynamic, and credible communicators ever. So, Bridget, welcome to Trade Show University. Say, say hello to all the trade show warriors listening in, and give us a little bit of uh, background about how you got started in uh, the public speaking area. I'm breaking from protocol, Jim, and I'm saying howdy instead of hello. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Love it. Oh, my goodness. So how did I get started in, in my industry? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, public speaking. It all started in elementary school. I got talks too much on all of my report cards. <laughs> And I'm so serious. Yeah, I'm so serious about that, Jim. I didn't understand what the problem was, but um, I, I later found out as an adult I was distracting others. But I became an adult seriously and said, "You should do something with that. You you should monetize that mouth, girl." So <laughs> I started yeah, teaching. Yes, yes, I started teaching. Back in 2002, I taught for a community college system in the Houston area. I also taught for the Texas A&M University system. Uh, specifically, I taught on the campus of Prairie View A&M University. I also taught for University of Phoenix. And during the course of that time, 
you know, you have to bear in mind, I was not a formally trained teacher, if you will. I did not go to college for education. My major, surprise, surprise, was communications. So I had a bachelor's as well as a master's degree, had a couple of years of law school or a year and a half of law school under my belt and so on. So this teaching thing, I didn't know what I was doing. So I immersed myself in all kinds of conferences and workshops and symposia and anything I could put my hands on to understand how to reach adult learners, how to be effective in the classroom. And Jim, I'm attending these trade shows and these conferences and such, and I'm watching these people make these presentations and I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, I can do that. So... (laughs) (laughs) The working led to another career change here or there, started doing lots of workshops and conferences myself as a faculty development consultant for an educational technology company. One thing led to another and I ended up getting laid off, Jim. So, yeah, right. But you've been there, unfortunately. (laughs) Right. You turn lemons into lemonade. And I sat there and said, I love to speak. And not only do I love to speak, because that's just part of it, is the audience picking up what I'm putting down. So I loved presenting. I loved workshopping, if you will. I loved conferencing. So I started my own business in 2016 where I am a professional speaker full time. So there's the story. That is a great story. And I love the progression. I love for everyone listening who is. Uh, stuck or, or they or you feel like you're stuck in an industry stuck in a job that you just don't believe that is fueling your passion it's not what you really like to do it's kind of a drudgery going in every day take a lesson from what Bridget said early on in her career she became a teacher without any formal teaching background and I love that because you dive into what you're good at and what what fuels your passion uh, and so you're, you're not stuck that's what I'm trying to say. You're not stuck. Learn from Bridget. You're not stuck. Step out. Do something that fuels your passion that you say, hey, I love that. I can do that. And, and you're going to find an audience running towards you, which is what I did. And this is how it's just a little bit of background, how Bridget and I met. Well, uh, she probably doesn't even remember me because I was in her audience uh, at one of her talks at a, at a very large training conference. And I got drawn to the title of her her talk, which right now escapes me, and my apologies for that, but it was a big, bold title of uh, that promised a lot. And I've been to, I've sat through so many workshops through through the years, and most workshops do not come up to the uh, the title, the hype <laughs> that that they say in their title. And so I'm like, well, even if Bridget comes halfway there, this should be a good <laughs> workshop. And she went 150, 200% past what I was expecting. I was absolutely blown away, but I believe it was around uh, creating, ener- uh, creating an energetic talk, becoming an energetic uh, speaker, engaging your audience around that topic overall. And I was just absolutely blown away. So you, so you give a lot of these talks, and, and, and so your, your passion right now is to help others uh, to do that as well. Is that correct? That's absolutely correct, Jim. I want to go back to something you were saying earlier in terms of following your passion and not feeling like you're stuck. 
That Absolutely. is spot on. And do something uncomfortable. Do you think I knew what I was doing when I said, let me launch a professional speaking business? I had no <laughs> clue. I had no clue whatsoever. So now my passion and my focus is helping others understand that they can use their voices to be powerhouses and that people will pay you for that expertise. And to remind you that session in that conference in Boston back in 2019 was all sizzle, no fizzle. Designing and yes, designing and delivering presentations that stand out. So you had the entire description all together there. <laughs> but yeah. I work with people to bring those passions to life and to recognize that if you are an expert in your industry, if you know your stuff, to put it in layman's terms, then you're leaving money on the table. If you're not using your voice, if you're not using that expertise and that passion to speak to others and to teach others about your industry, about your knowledge, you've got to do that. People will pay you for that. And there's a certain way to go about it that makes you memorable and that makes your message impactful. So very true. And right now we are in a very unique time uh, in, in history with uh, right now, just uh, for anyone, no matter when you're listening to this, we're in the middle of the uh, the, the big coronavirus outbreak. And so life has, has slowed down quite a bit, especially in the events and speaking space. But you know what? Business continues on as, as much as, as they can. And all this will will go past us. So, but what I wanted, wanted to point out is... A couple things. Number one, people are have changed the way they get information. You know, in the past, uh, I probably showing my age a little bit here, but <laughs> before the internet, back before the internet, when uh, when we wanted to learn something, we reached out to the local community college, maybe the local public high schools, and found out, oh, they're teaching a night class about this topic or a weekend class about this topic, and that's the way we learned. Or we went to the library, got a book. But now, if I need to learn anything, I'm heading right to YouTube. That's the first place I look if I need, like, for example, we had uh, at my back door, my the doorknob came off in my hand about two months ago, and I'm like, oh, shoot. <laughs> it was late Sunday night. What do I do? I, I can't, can't go to bed like this. I got to get this thing fixed. And so immediately I pulled up a YouTube video. Um, so what Bridget says about people want to hear your message, it's true. It's true. Don't ever think – what do I have to offer? Uh, people mm. don't want to listen to me. I'm nobody. It's mm. not true. Not true. Every single one of us has something special inside of us that needs to get out. And there's an audience waiting for you to speak, waiting for you to get your message out to the world. And uh, there, it, the, the world has changed. You don't have to be the, uh, decorated anything. You don't have to have 20 degrees and initials behind your name to be an expert. You need to have a passion and you need to know your stuff and come across with confidence. And that's why that's what Bridget does so well. And uh, we're going to go. I want to dive into a little bit later um, about the books that you have, because they're fantastic all around teaching people how to be better speakers. But you know what? Even if you're if you're sitting over and listen, listening to this and saying, you know what, I am. I don't know if I want to do this for a living, but you know what? 
at work, I'm constantly having to give presentations to the board of directors or, or to my, my department or something. And I get nervous and I, people fall asleep. And (laughs) this is why you're here today, because it doesn't matter who you are. You need to become more dynamic because people need to hear what you have to say, no matter what it is that you're saying. If you're in front of a, of a group, you owe it to them to be as dynamic as possible. So, okay, enough of my rambling on and on about this. <laughs> but uh, uh, so tell, tell us you know, a little bit about about trade shows, because trade shows and this is really why I wanted you to come on here, because trade shows offer a really unique opportunity for a lot of people to become that a workshop speaker leader become a speaker on a panel or become a keynote speaker in a specific topic for exhibitors and for other people in the industry. And as you and I know, a lot of those people will be putting their audience to sleep. They will be uh, not delivering on the promises. So tell, tell us a little about some of your experiences at, at trade shows and what you've seen out there. Sure, Jim. Let me tell you, there were so many things that you said that made me want to jump in and, ooh, let me add to this. Oh, let me add to that. So I'll come back to that later, my ooh, ah, jumping moment. (laughs) Please do. (laughs) Well, one thing that I can incorporate in my answer to this question, plus one of my ooh, ah moments while you were speaking, was the important part that you have to understand that you do have something to add. You may think to yourself, oh, this is so simple. Oh, this is so basic. Oh, who wants to hear this? It's simple. It's basic. It's boring to you because this is what you live, breathe, sleep, eat every single day. You know this like the back of your hand. This, And when I say this using that ambiguous pronoun, which I should not do, sorry to all of my English teachers listening, <laughs> that this is your content, your knowledge, your area of expertise. So when you say to yourself, nobody wants to hear this, they do. And oh, this is boring. It's boring to you because you know it so well. And there are things that you can do effortlessly that you don't even have to think hard about it. But other people like that doorknob situation, (laughs) Jim, you didn't know what in the world to do. However, I'll bet somebody showed you on YouTube in 15 minutes or less exactly what to do. Mm-hmm. That's the same thing for what I see at trade shows. I want you showing up and recognizing that, yes, this may seem like a run of the mill topic for you, but I want you to get up there and pour your passion and soul into this presentation as if this is the most important message you have ever given, as if this is the most exciting concept you have ever discussed. No matter the topic, no matter the venue, no matter the stage, no matter the size of the audience, what I need to see is that you always give your audience a reason to lean in, to take action, to pay attention, and to want to hear every single word that comes out of your mouth. Because to answer your question, Jim, what I see at trade shows oftentimes is you have this glorious opportunity to bend ears. You have this fantastic opportunity to be on the microphone and do some great work. 
but oftentimes we get scared. We get nervous. We worry about whether they'll like us. What I want you to know is they're going to like you if you give them a reason to lean in and listen and you give them a reason to lean in and listen by making sure you give them something of value, by making sure you give your audience something it can walk away and use immediately after your session or shortly thereafter. Bridget, that was just tremendous information. I, Everybody, listen to what she has to say. What you have to say, what you might not think is all that critical, is all that important, but you have to believe in your heart that that audience needs to hear what you have to say that is the most important, the most exciting topic ever. Give them that reason to lean in, to hang on your every word. And you do that, this is what I say all the time, you do that by adding value, by bringing value. And if you are a, I know something that I, I've heard before is that, uh, for, especially for people getting started out in a biz, in their own business and they're, they're giving a talk to people or maybe they, they're launching a podcast or they're, they're put, they have a YouTube show or something like that, that, oh, I don't want to give away all my secrets. I don't want to give away all the good stuff because then people won't have a reason to hire me. Forget that. Give them the good stuff. <laughs> Add value. Deliver beyond what they ever expect because then then they're going, Oh my gosh, what they what you gave me before is for free is so amazing. I, I need to find out more. And they're gonna they're gonna come running to you. So add that value. Just tremendous stuff. Tremendous stuff. So thank you. Thank you so much for that. Jim, um, Jim, Jim, I've got to jump in. Yes, you're taking the you're please. taking you're taking the words out of my mouth. I'm sitting here. I look like a bobblehead doll right now as I'm nodding. <laughs> while please, you please jump in. So many times, you're so right. So many times people want to keep their content close to the vest because they're thinking, I don't want to give away, quote unquote, give away all of my good nuggets, all of my gems. Check this out. You cannot give away all of your gems in the course of a 30, 60 minute presentation. You give them the absolute best you have. And so, as Jim said, so as they're listening to you, they're thinking, whoa, if this is what I get for free, imagine what I would get if I did business with this person, with this company. And something else, we keep telling you to add value. And I know you're saying to yourself, well, how do I add value in a presentation? I mean, that's lovely. But what does that mean? I'm going to tell you this is exactly how you do it. You immediately solve a problem for your audience. Ask yourself before you get in front of that audience, before you design your presentation or your talk, ask your, yourself, what are the number one questions? What are the three to five questions? Big questions these people are going to have in my audience about my product, about my service, about what I do. What are those big questions? And then you solve those questions immediately. You answer those questions. You solve those problems right away. You start your presentation like that. And one way to start your presentation, I'm going to recommend is making a provocative statement using some terms of absolution, things like never, always, without a doubt, or a couple of my favorites. So you might say something like, hi, welcome to the session. Let's get started with some tips to guarantee nobody ever misses your next web-based presentation, okay? Or let's get started with looking at a product that will have your customers coming back 
again and again or whatever, right? So solve a mystery. Solve a problem that your audience has. Let them know by the time I'm done with this presentation, you are going to know the three ways that this service is going to boost productivity, improve employee engagement, and turn up the notch on customer loyalty, right? Now you've got me leaning in. Whoa, you're going to show me how you're able to do those three things for me. If I do business with you, I'm all in. And you say that in the first minutes of your presentation. You get them to lean in because you've, one, shown that you're going to bring value in this presentation. Two, that you're answering those big questions that they have. So work to solve a problem right away. Don't worry about giving away the farm for free. I promise you, I promise you, they are going to want to know more if you do give as much value as possible in that presentation. Be bold. T take that away from what she just said. Be bold, everybody. Don't don't be afraid. Don't hunker back and say, you know what? I I don't know if I want to make those kind of I don't know if I could live up to that. I just forget that. What Bridget says is absolute gold. Take that to the bank. Be bold and get out there. Put that thing out there. But but you need to be adding true value. Don't just say statements to shock them and, and grab their attention that you can't deliver on. Know your stuff. Put it out there and be confident. Be bold. Solve their problem. Know what they're thinking ahead of time. And if you don't 100% know something that I've done before, ask some people in the industry, hey, what's going on? Or do your research so that you know what those questions are that are going through their heads. You'll, you'll be able to find articles, blog posts, podcast episodes about what the current trends are and things like that so, so that you can easily grab their attention by saying, here, I'm going to definitively, I'm going to guarantee, I, and use those words. Like she said, listen, rewind this, play it over again, over and over and over, get this episode downloaded on your phone <laughs> and continue <laughs> to listen to this because what she's saying, it can be a total game changer. Because uh, Bridget, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, it's the first couple minutes of your presentation that could be the most critical on whether or not you get you capture your audience. Is that correct? Hands down, without a doubt. You have to draw them in in a short amount of time, and you must do it in a way that makes them realize this is going to be time well spent. You may not remember, Jim, but I told the audience exactly what they were going to get. I told them how their time was going to be spent in my presentation. I connected and re related to the audience, indicating that I know exactly what your challenges are, and I did all of that before I even told you my name. That is a hallmark of all of my presentations where I start off by making sure I connect with the audience right away. I indicate I understand it is fearful getting in front of people. I understand it is a challenge one to make sure that your presentation comes off without a hitch. But by the time we're done today, you're going to know how to make presentations that sizzle. You're going to know how to engage your audiences the right way. And you're going to know how to do it by feeling like a powerhouse. My name is Bridget McGowan, yada, yada, yada. You want to start your presentation by making sure the audience knows how it's time it's going to be spent. That is how you pull them in. Those first few seconds, are critical because it lays a foundation for what the audience can expect for the remainder of your presentation. You've got to nail it. And let me tell you this, 
and practicing your presentations, even if you don't get a chance to practice the entire presentation all the way through, which, you know, I really need you to, but I understand we're busy adults. I need you to nail the first five to 10 minutes. I'm talking about get it down. So it's so hot. It's so sexy. It's so on fire. And so people are saying, yes, yes, yes. I cannot wait for this. Nail the first 10 minutes. Just get it down beautifully and nail the last five to 10 minutes, the first five to 10 minutes and the last five to 10 minutes that those are the parts that they're going to remember most crush those, get them to the point where you know them like the back of your hand, like, you know, your industry, you want the beginning and end of your presentations to be perfect because that's where you have to grab them is at the start and at the end you have to have them feeling in a way that makes them think I want more I need to connect more so that's what you want to do like you said Jim it's critical at the start of the presentation you must make sure you you get it right absolutely that's just phenomenal information such value that you're getting here today and this is costing you nothing listeners <laughs> so, this is great stuff i mean how many how many of you okay just think about uh, think go back in time about two three minutes when bridget started giving that introduction to what she usually gives her talk or saying wait 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 what do you mean yada yada, yada? you're not going to continue on and continue yeah. the rest of this That's, <laughs> <laughs> i was hoping you were going to dive right into another uh, one hour talk right in the middle here but uh, no but that's what it does that's what it does grabs people attention how many times and everyone let there listen and and think about this how many times have you been in a presentation within the first minute or two you're drifting off and going oh boy <laughs> and, and and your 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 attention is somewhere else and then all of a sudden Someone's sharing critical information you're not even you're not even listening to because you're not focused, you're not you weren't drawn in. So take that first five minutes, make those bold statements, draw them in. Those first five and those last five minutes, bring them in, draw them in, get them leaning in, get them get them excited and engaged, and then make sure you leave them with phenomenal value and action steps. And however you need to close that your talk, make sure those first five, those last five are so critical. That's just awesome. Awesome information, and thank you. I mean, you gave us all a, a little sneak peek of what you are like in front of an audience, and I got to tell you, everybody, is she is like that times ten. It was just uh, just fantastic. So, thinking about trade shows, uh, bouncing back in there, do you have a favorite or most memorable trade show moment? Oh my gosh, Jim, 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 Jim. Let me see. So I don't know how helpful this will be to your audience. However, this is the most memorable trade show experience. And I, I need to try to find some some way to tie this into a big lesson or a big aha for everybody. So, <laughs> right, because I don't like to talk unless I have a lesson to teach. But I was at the San Diego Convention Center in May of 2018, attending this ginormous conference where there were probably between 13, 14,000 people, not as big as the one you and I attended together in Boston or where you visited my session. I don't want to act like we were like hanging out like buddies or something. But <laughs> <laughs> Next <Boston>. time. <laughs> But uh, yeah, probably about half the size of the one you and I ran in Boston. So about 12, 13,000 people. And 
I went to check out my room where I was going to be presenting. I like to always do that. And there's another tip for you, another strategy for you to calm the nerves. Go check out your conference room, your your presentation room at least a couple of hours before your presentation because once you do go in there you've seen it before it's comfortable it's familiar space so that's a way of calming the nerves or at least one strategy so I went to check out my presentation space probably about three hours before my my presentation was due to start and uh, everything looks good I'm comfortable I know where I'm going to move stand and so on and so forth so I am walking back to the speaker ready room. I tried calling my hotel to see if I could get checked in early. I'd flown in from Memphis that morning and I called my hotel to see if they could get me in early so I could just relax for a minute or two before my presentation. Called a couple of times, no answer. It was close to noon. So I said, it's, it's checkout time. They're probably busy. I'll just go to the speaker ready room. On my way to the speaker ready room, I'm, I'm strolling through the exhibit hall and I constantly read name badges. Now, Jim, I don't wear name badges myself. Seldom will you see me with a name badge on. And one day the conference police are going to arrest me because I never wear that. (laughs) So I never wear my name badge, but I read other name badges and I read this one man's name badge. And I know this man. He has a unique name. I know exactly who he is. He does not know me. In a split second, I'm having to ask myself, do you approach him? Do you not? What if you don't? You don't want to get on a plane and go back home tomorrow and uh, without having approached this man. Do you, and if you do approach him, what do you say? I, and I'm having to make these decisions super fast. And he's past me at this point. And I make a U-turn and I go back and I stop him. Excuse me. Are you from Beaumont, Texas? Uh, Yes, I don't live there anymore, but I used to live there. Okay, do you have a sister who lives in Alaska? Uh, yes. Okay, and I'm doing this very calmly now. At the time, I was not calm. So (laughs) (laughs) do I look like anyone familiar to you? Jim, his mouth drops, okay? That sister of his in Alaska is my biological mother. My biological family knows nothing about me, okay? I'm adopted. So he's completely floored. And I am shaken because I never thought that I would run into anyone that I knew like that and anyone from the family, right? At a convention or at a trade show. And let me tell you, yeah, here's the story behind that story or here's the lesson. Let me tell you, I was completely off my game, completely thrown. He's, of course, completely thrown. Thank goodness he didn't have to present during the course of the conference. (laughs) Yes, he was just there for professional development. And so we agreed to have lunch together the next day and so on and so forth. And we've stayed in touch, you know, sent each other uh, Christmas cards and, and so on and checked in via text or whatever, you know. But. I had to go on with my presentation and it was probably one of the worst I've ever done. However, I presented at that same conference again the next year and there were people in the audience who saw the San Diego presentation. And some point in my presentation the next year in 2019, at some point I was able to ask, how many of you saw me present last year? And a number of people raised their hands and I I put my 
head, my face in my hand. I said, oh my goodness. And everybody's wondering, what's the problem? I said, oh my gosh, that presentation was awful. And the people, like I said, several people saw the presentation. They said, no, it wasn't. It was great. That's why we're here to see you again. We thought it was fabulous. <laughs> I said, <laughs> well, you're entirely too kind, number one. Number two, let me ask you this. Did you know a, Do you notice a difference in your last year's presentation and this one? And they're like, oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, you're like on fire. You're electric here. You were, they were like, you were really, really good in 2018. But whoa, this one's. Yeah. Yeah. We notice a difference. So then I told them that story and they thought and you went on and did your presentation. The lesson is sometimes you can't phone it in. Sometimes you can't dial it in. And you have to remember that your audience showed up for value. They showed up for real information and you can't let other stuff get in the way of giving your audience the absolute best version of yourself or as good of a version of yourself as you can. You have to always show up and be the best version of yourself as be as good as you can be. Give your audience the kind of experience you would want to have if you were out there in that audience. There's my lesson. There we have it. <laughs> wow. Thank you for being so genuine and authentic. I, I, I greatly appreciate because, oh, my gosh. I can't even imagine if I would have been in that same situation if I, number one, if I could have gone on stage. Number two, if I would have had, should I approach him? Should I not? <laughs> Going through that whole thing in my mind. So, but, 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 but what I really appreciate is you turning this into a lesson. My gosh, this is, and, and so everybody remember, number one, be prepared. Always, you know, like, like Bridget said, so important to make sure make sure your AV is working. Make sure you understand the room, the room dynamics, where you're going to where you're going to uh, talk from, where you're going to stand, where you're going to move, uh, and then no matter what happens, show must go on, right? Show must go on and, and push through, push through, get yourself back in the game. You're like these people came to hear me, and I don't care if that's a room of your your employees or if that is a room of uh, of, of a couple hundred attendees at a conference. They came to hear you and they deserve your absolute best. Whatever you can give, you might not be able to give 100% because you might be a little thrown off your game. Maybe it's not running into a, a family member you didn't know, think you'd ever run into, or maybe it's just you're not feeling well that day. Whatever the case might be, push through. They deserve your absolute best. And remember, we're our own worst critics. Right. You know, Bridget was saying, you know, she thought she just did like the worst talk that she'd ever given. But for those attendees, she gave the value. She gave everything she had, and they took so much out of it. They wanted to come back and see her again, even though she was like, oh, that was horrible. Why would you ever want to come see me again? We're our own worst critics. So step step back, take a, take a deep breath, push through, and don't be so hard on yourself. Don't be so hard on yourself. This is just <laughs> this is awesome stuff. So here here's where I want to I would like to segue, if I may, uh, Bridget, into uh, your books, because and this is just not a promotion for Bridget's books. Her books are just loaded with absolute value. If you want to become a better speaker, you want to have those presentations that sizzle. You've got to dive into these books. <laughs> I am just about through with real talk, and it is page after page after page. If, if it wasn't written down, I'd be writing it down. 
there's so much i my highlighter is running out uh there's it's just tip after tip after things that you can take that are real bridget knows speaking i can better than anyone i've ever met uh better than anyone i've ever heard articulate in a real way where where you could say oh i could do that i could do that so so bridget uh, you know you've got three books right now on speaking is that correct I have four. Yes, I have four oh. books on speaking. Why did I have to think about that? I have four. <laughs> so talk have, us a little about your books and, and maybe the progression of them and what, what people could expect uh, out of these books. Yes, I am happy to do so. So the one you are currently reading, Jim, is entitled Real Talk. What other experts won't tell you about how to make presentations that sizzle. So just remember, real talk, real talk, McGowan. Now, with that one, I'm so dead serious when I say I'm giving you what other speaking experts, other professional speaking experts will not tell you. I don't tell you to do things like envision your audience naked or find a point at the back of the room and look at because, number one, none of that works. Right. I give you exactly what works. We talk about how do you build your confidence and crush your jitters? How do you establish your credibility? Because like Jim said, you don't need all of the degrees and the certifications and all all of the formal education to show that you are credible. You don't need that. Your audience doesn't need that. And I show you exactly what you need to do, even if it's your absolutely first presentation or your absolute first talk. How do you establish your credibility in your presentation? I'll tell you right now, I'll give you a sneak peek. You establish your credibility by letting the audience know what you're going to teach them, and then by actually delivering. You establish your credibility by giving an agenda, giving a roadmap at the start of your presentation, and then actually delivering with no fluff, and then ensuring the audience has an opportunity to engage. Doesn't matter what degree you have hanging on the wall or what you have on your resume. Then we also talk about how do you create authentic audience engagement, real audience engagement that goes beyond asking the audience, are there any questions? Because we know you'll always get crickets. And then the final chapter of the book is where I cover exactly how you bring it all together. How do you create a flawless presentation? I give you my step-by-step -step process for exactly how I research, design, practice, and deliver, and follow up with all of my presentations, what my, my exact formula from start to beginning that has people on the edges of their seats wanting to come to my booth at the trade show, at the convention, wanting to hear more, wanting to learn more, wanting to further engage. So that's real talk. That's the first one that I absolutely love. Get your hands on that before you make another presentation. And before I go on, uh, I well, now nah, I'll get to that later. <laughs> my bad. I'll get to that one later. The next book is called Rise and Sizzle. And it is focused on people who are in business, who are in higher ed, who are in sales. And you want to spend an entire month honing your communication and presentation skills. It's a book of 31 strategies plus over 150 reflection questions based on those 31 strategies. So it's a strategy a day type of thing. So that's why I'm calling it rise and sizzle. Each day you wake up and you get into that book. 
you read a strategy, you go through those reflection questions, and then you just keep doing that over the course of a month and you're going to be a powerhouse. So that one's entitled Rise and Sizzle Daily Communication and Presentation Strategies for Sales, Business, and Higher Ed Pros. Rise and Sizzle. Just remember Rise and Sizzle. The third book that came out in January of 2020 is a fantastic little habits book. So the other books that I just mentioned are over 200 pages in length. And I recognized, I went to my hairstylist one time and I recognized when she told me, Bridget, I, I'm still reading Real real Talk. And she's had the book for, I don't know, eight, eight months or so, but she's a busy hairstylist. So she says, I'm still reading it. It's so good. I, I promise you I'm going to get around to posting a review, but it's, it's just taking me a little time. She said that. And I said, Bridget, you need to make a smaller book. You need to make something <laughs> that is more digestible. Right. So in January of 2020, I wrote and published Show Up and Show Out. Uh, this is 52 communication habits to make you unforgettable. Show up and show out. So now that's when you spend a year with me. You take about three minutes max to read a habit each Monday. And for the over the course of a year, 52 weeks, you've got all of these fabulous habits. And this book is, I think, probably about I know it's 112 pages long. But when you cut out the table of contents and all the other stuff, it might be, we'll say, 88 pages. It's a really easy read. It's like a little pocketbook. You can put it right in your purse. You can put it right in your back pocket. I love it. It's nice and slim and it gives you nice little tips and habits every single week of the year. And then the fourth one is called, and this is the one of which of which I'm most proud, Jim, it's called Own the Microphone, how 50 of the world's best professional speakers launched their careers and how you can too. Own the Microphone. And all of these are available on Amazon, but I have a special treat for you if you buy them from my bookstore. We'll talk about that later. That's That was that thought that I had earlier, so we'll talk uh -huh. about that in a second. But they're all available on Amazon. This one I'm most proud of, Jim, Own the Microphone, because it's not just my voice. You hear the voices of 49 other professional speakers from around the globe where they talk about how they launched their professional speaking careers and they also give advice to an aspiring to someone who's aspiring to launch a professional speaking career. And here's the deal. You don't have to become a professional speaker full time. I firmly believe if you're an expert, it is a side business that you should have. You can do this on the side. People will pay you for your expertise. And in Own the Microphone, I show you exactly how to launch a speaking business, either as a part time pursuit or in a vein or in the intention or with the intention of turning it into your full time, your full time job. So I, I can't say it enough how much I believe if you have been in your industry for three to five years, then you have expertise that you need to use to get on a stage and people will write a check for that. So those are my four books that I'm very excited about. And you tell me when I can tell them about my little special offer for them. All right, we're going to keep them waiting. <laughs> we'll keep them waiting just for a couple of minutes. But, oh, my gosh. Anyone who is in business, you got to get check out these books. 
all you need is one, and then you're going to buy the second, and you'll buy the third, and you'll buy the fourth. <laughs> so I am, I'm really excited to to hear about the. I did not know about own the microphone. Shame on me. Uh, but I, that is something I'm really excited to uh, to dive in and and learn more about. But, but thank you uh, for for going through that uh, with us. And I'm sure everyone listening is is uh, been getting some ideas on. Wow, I really I should. Listen, just go get a book. <laughs> Let me not beat around the bush here. Uh, uh, and I, I'm not saying I'm not getting anything from this other than I want to add value to my to uh, to my listeners here. And I know. Think of it this way. Think of it this way. OK, I was at a conference just recently where they had a couple of keynote speakers and they, they had them right back to back and they were big names. Uh, well, one was not a name I knew of, but it was the president of a company, a very, very large company. And then the second one was a, uh, a consultant and uh, more of a, a professional speaker. And the, when this president came out, she was she was a very, very good speaker, very polished. But you could tell she read all the old books. She read all the old stuff, not the stuff that Bridget teaches, but all the old stuff. She was very good. She was very stately on on the stage, walked very slowly, kind of looked over everybody's head, was very measured in her presentation, and in my mind, very forgettable, very forgettable. Mm -hmm. And she was very good, and her message was good, but she didn't engage the audience. Now, do you want that kind of presentation? Or do you want one that sizzles? Do you want one that draws people in? And if you want one that draws people in, you've got to follow Bridget's advice. She gave you enough on this talk so far, just in this podcast episode, that is going to rise the level of, of what your your presentations are all about today, that the books are just going to reinforce and just get, get more for you. So And just kind of rise help you rise to that next level. So so thank you, Bridget, for, for taking us through that. Ahead, I, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I was going to say you're just you're so, so welcome. And you made me think of something when you were talking about that president who was very polished and poised and certainly had her act together with her presentation. And she was looking over people's heads. What I want you to do, listeners, this is what I want you to start doing differently with your presentations. I want you to look in specific people's eyes, look directly at people when you're presenting. I want you to present, pretend there is a diamond drawn over the audience and the far right part of the diamond. Look over there, find one somebody in that area and look in that person's eyes and speak for about six seconds and then move to the bottom part of the diamond and find one person in that area and look them in the eyes and speak for six to 10 seconds and do that. Repeat that for each point of the diamond and see the people around that person will feel like you are looking them right in the eyes and then go down to the center of the diamond. Do all four points and make sure you spend a few seconds at each one of those points and then go into the middle of the audience. And then everybody feels like you are looking at them as opposed to just looking over heads or just kind of gazing out into the audience indirectly. So find one friendly set of eyes, about five sets of friendly eyes, right? Each one of the points of the diamond plus somebody in the middle of the diamond, five friendly sets of eyes and spend a few seconds talking specifically to that one person that takes down some of the nerves and it makes you look like a rock star. Go on, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> 
there you go. More value. She just keeps bringing it, everybody. Just keeps bringing the value. That is, and that is a great, great tip. Don't be afraid to look people in the eyes. I think a lot of people are just intimidated uh, as a speaker, intimidated to look and and afraid of what they're going to get back, what kind of glares or something. But people are there to hear you. They're there to listen to you. And that is a way you can engage. You feel I know when I when someone looks at me from stage in the eye and locks eyes for several seconds, I feel ooh. I, I, I feel a special connection there. Mm-hmm. And so that is what you want to give to your audience. So just great, great stuff. And Jim, so, Jim yeah. I'm so sorry, but you were talking about how people, speakers are worried about getting some strange glare or something like that. One time I thought there was this man in the audience who was like really hating my presentation, like the look on his face just said it remember the thing, what do we what do we say if looks could kill? I thought that he absolutely thought my presentation stunk the way he was looking. I found out that that was just his look, Jim. That was just his <laughs> natural look. I'm not even lying. I felt so bad. <laughs> oh, we can't no control that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about the looks. And he's actually become one of my biggest supporters. He's fabulous. But I'll never forget that where I thought, oh my gosh, he really hates my presentation or he hates my presentation style or he hates me. I don't know which one it is. And it doesn't matter which one it is because it hurts my heart. But every time I would look his way, I'm like, oh my gosh, let me find another set of eyes because his is not the friendly set that I'm looking for. And he looked like that the whole presentation, but that was just his natural countenance. And just don't worry about how people look. You never know what's going on. <laughs> Absolutely. So, all right, let's let's uh, we're gonna come down the home stretch here. And what I'd like you to do, if you could, if you want people to take away, you know, one or two main key points from what we talked about today, let's give those and then lead into your your little surprise for everybody. Perfect. Here are my one to two takeaways. One. Make every interaction you have the most important one of your life. I don't care if it's on a stage, if it's at your booth, if it's one on one in your shops, make it the most important one of your life. Have everyone who comes in contact with you feel as if they are incredibly significant and that there is nowhere else you want to be than right there, right now, in that moment, having that conversation or giving that presentation. Number two is show up and show out. Always be the very best version of yourself, which means you speak with pride. You keep your shoulders back, your head up, your eyes laser focused. You walk as if you own the place. One of my favorite techniques, Jim, is to walk to the beat of a song in my head that makes me feel like a million bucks. It could be the last song you heard before you got out of your car. It could be that song that you play every morning that gets you up and going. But as you are walking through a building, in a grocery store, through the exhibit hall, wherever you are, walk to the beat of that song in your head and keep a smile on your face. That exudes confidence to others and it makes you feel confident. So show up and show out. Look as if you own the place. Know your brand. Don't back down. Give your very best with everything you say and do. Those are my takeaways. And for the bonus, if you visit my store, 
bmectalks.com, my online store, bmectalks.com forward slash store. That's B as in Bridget, M as in Mary, C as in Charlie, talks, T-A-L-K-S, dot com forward slash store. You will get 20% off of any of my books when you enter the coupon code POWER at checkout. So visit my store, bmectalks.com forward slash store, enter coupon code POWER, and you will receive 20% off your autographed copies of any of my books. Now, you're not getting that on Amazon. You're not getting an autographed copy and you're not getting 20% off. So that is my my gift to you for listening and for committing to be the best versions of yourselves and for deciding that everywhere you go and with everything you do, you promise, you commit to show up and show out. Everybody get over, get to the website. Oh my gosh, 20% off. Thank you so much. I, I did not know about that, everybody. So thank you, Bridget, for bringing that uh, to our listeners. That is just such an amazing offer. And everybody, you know that you were listening to such incredible value. She gave you a, a great synopsis of each of the books. And, and if you want to go do some additional research, get onto our store, check, check out the uh, the descriptions to see which ones are going to be the best for you or grab them all. Grab them 20% off and they're autographed as a bonus. Grab them all and, uh, and start putting that sizzle into your presentation and become the best speaker you could possibly become. Bridget, this has just been outstanding. I want to thank you. Thank you. It's been a thrill to uh, talk to you. Uh, one-on-one and and really you have reinforced in in my heart uh, who you are as a person that you always bring it and that you are just a, an incredible person of value so want to again thank you so much for uh, joining me today on uh, trade show university i just uh, wish you nothing but the best and uh, but before everybody please get those books and reach out to bridget i'm going to put all of uh, well, well let me ask you what's the best way for people to get in touch with you Sure. So one way is to jump on my website and you'll have all of my social media links and everything to get in touch with me. So my website, or at least one of them, I'll just give you the shortest one, is bmectalks.com. B as in Bridget, M as in Mary, C as in Charlie, talks, T-A-L-K-S dot com. And it has my email address, phone number, all of my social social media links there. Please connect on social media. I have a good time there, especially on LinkedIn. But yeah, just visit my website and you'll have all of my contact information there, bmectalks.com. Awesome. And I will put all the links in uh, in the show notes. So feel free to, if you didn't, weren't able to write that down, if you're driving or whatever, uh, just get over to the show notes and uh, you will have all the links, everything to uh, to get a hold of Bridget. So again, thank you, Bridget, for, for joining. Thank you, everybody, for, for listening in today. I know you've got some great value. You're going to want to bookmark this one, download it, listen to it over and over and over again. Hopefully, we will all see each other at an upcoming an upcoming trade show. If you ever see Bridget's name on the on the docket for a workshop or a seminar, please check her out. Again, uh, if you have uh, any questions or anything, please drop me a line at jim at tradeshowu.biz. That's tradeshow, the letter U, dot B-I-Z. Uh, go to our website and uh, find out about all the brand new uh, episodes that are coming up uh, by checking out our email newsletter. Go down to the, the front of the homepage. 
give us your email and I will give you, keep you updated. And that's it for today. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening in, and we will see you next time. We've come to the end of this class here at Trade Show University, but we encourage you to never stop learning. We have plenty more resources and information available on our website, tradeshowu.biz. Be sure to sign up for our mailing list for exclusive insights and information to help you get your Ph.D. in ROI. You'll find all this and more at tradeshowu.biz. Until next time, class dismissed. <laughs>